0: Pittsburgh Steeler fans, thanks for joining me for another edition of We Run the North of BTSC show on the BTSC network of podcasts. Um, I'm your guest host, guest contributor to BTSC from the Know It All podcast, Kevin Tate. Again, thanks for joining me. And today, we're going to talk about, well, as we all know, Thursday. Thursday evening, 8 p.m. the the NFL released all 32 team schedules. So we're going to talk about the schedules for the AFC Norths today. So, um, no hesitation. Let's just get right into it. Let's check and see who's out there in the in the live chat. Johnny Bravo, what's up, man? You love it here, well, we love having you. And you know, be be sure. Be sure if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, be be sure to click like and subscribe. Check out the the audio only podcast on on Apple Podcasts and all the other different audio platforms. So we'll just jump right into it and get into the schedules. Um, let's start with let's start with the last place team last year because they have the easiest schedule in the division because they're playing a last-place schedule. And that team is the Baltimore Ravens. And that last-place schedule could actually be of benefit to Baltimore because they're really a good team. I mean, we think about Baltimore last year. I believe they were 8-3 and three before they went on like a six-game losing streak to end the season. Lamar Jackson got hurt. Marlon Humphreys got hurt. Baltimore had injuries all season long. So because of that, they have a last play schedule, which we know, the NFL does a schedule, We all basically play the same teams. We play each other twice. So you got six AFC North games against your against your opponents in, in, in division. Then we play the AFC South this year. So we all play those games, and we play the NFC. No, I'm sorry. We play the AFC East this year and the NFC South. So we all play the AFC East teams, New York, New England, Miami, and Buffalo. We all will play those games. We all play the NFC South. We all play Jacksonville, not Jacksonville, NFC South. We all play Carolina, Atlanta, uh, Tampa Bay, Carolina, Atlanta, Tampa Bay, and New Orleans and the Saints. So we all, we all play, play those teams. Now the difference is, so the last place schedule, I believe. So you play, you play the team, the team this finished the same place in your conference. So we play, we all play the AFC East this year. So the AFC South, Baltimore will play the last place team in the AFC South, and that would be Jacksonville. So Baltimore has Jacksonville. Should be an easy game. The NFL changes so much year to year, you can never count on that being an easy game. Jacksonville could be really good and competitive this year. But so Baltimore plays Jacksonville, and then out to AFC West, the last place team was the – I'm checking it out. Was the Denver Broncos finished last place? So that's definitely going to be a tough game. I mean, because because Denver finished last place in a really really tough division last year. Um, so, and they acquired Russell Wilson. So that's Baltimore's other other game, which is a last place team. And then their their NFC their NFC team they play, we play the NFC East as far as that goes that one game and last place in the NFC East was the New York Giants so baltimore so baltimore's schedule is pretty much easier than the rest of ours because they play three last place teams in the giants the broncos and the jacksonville jaguars so let's go over baltimore's schedule real quick baltimore opens Baltimore opens Week One against the New York Jets. Uh, week Two they play. Man, Baltimore has three games in a row against the against the AFC. Wow, Baltimore! I didn't look at this yet. Baltimore's first four games are against the AFC East, so they're getting they're getting that out the way real quick. They play the Jets, the Dolphins, the Patriots, and the Bills in consecutive weeks, weeks one through four. Uh, their first division game is against Cincinnati, and that's week five. They have the Giants week six. Uh, the Browns week seven. Tampa Bay week eight on the Thursday night game. They have the Saints week nine. Baltimore's bye is in week 10 this year. It's kind of good place to have a bye, so they have a bye in week 10. Then they come back after the bye. They play the Pan- Carolina Panthers, Jacksonville Jaguars. And then to finish the season, from week 13 on, they play the Broncos, the Steelers, the Browns, the Falcons, back at Steelers, and finish with against the Bengals in Cincinnati. So, you know. I can see, I can see how Baltimore's schedule sounds kind of easy. I mean, man, the Jets and Dolphins—not easy as it would have been last year. But open up against the Jets and Dolphins, uh, then they like like we said already, they have the Panthers, the Jaguars, and the Falcons, and we we all have the Falcons and the Panthers. But yeah, so I mean, not 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 too easy, but yeah, it's a relatively. Relatively good schedule for Baltimore there. Um, I believe Baltimore – I believe all the teams in the AFC North will compete for the division. So I believe Baltimore is capable of competing for the division and to be able to uh, obviously make the playoffs. I believe all four teams in the AFC North are going to compete to make the playoffs. Uh, Baltimore coming back healthy this year. They're getting J.K. Dobbins back. They'll get Marcus Peters back at some point. Marlon Humphrey. Uh, you know they had a stable running backs that were down last year. Uh, Gus Johnson went down. Lamar, obviously Lamar Jackson went down. Uh, Baltimore is going to be kind of short at wide receiver. I don't know what they're what they're really doing at wide receiver. We know they have Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman, the number one pick overall last year um so we'll see what happens but that, that that's an overview of Baltimore's schedule their their three preseason games are against the Tennessee Titans, the Arizona Cardinals and the Washington commanders those are their three preseason games um yeah okay so that's it for Baltimore schedule what do do we have any any comments or questions in the live chat about what? What Baltimore schedule looks like, or what any predictions on their record? Do we think that they'll compete for the North title and potentially a playoff berth? What What do you guys think? Hey Kathy, how are you? Good to good to see you here. Thanks for joining us. Jersey Boy 70 has a question. Why are Steelers playing Buffalo again? Um, well, they're playing Buffalo this year because Buffalo is in the AFC East, and it's the AFC North's year to play the, the AFC East as a division. You play every team in that division. Last year they played them because the prior year Buffalo finished first in the division and the Steelers finished first in the, in the North uh, in 20 – that would have been – yeah, 2021. The Steelers finished first in the North, and Buffalo finished first in the East. So, like I just said, like Cincinnati have the first place schedule this year, so they'll play Buffalo because Buffalo won last year, the the East last year. So it just had it just so happened that that's how it how it turned out. This is the year we played the East. Last year we were both last year we both were first place teams coming into the season from the prior years. We played each other because of that. So it just happened to work out that way. But yeah, we got to play Buffalo again. That that that's a tough one, Jersey boy. So we'll we'll see how that turns out. Um, yeah, I I agree with Mark Tobin on that. Broncos won't be easy, and, but we won't have to face the Broncos unless we're in the playoffs. So you know, we'll have to see danger, Russ, if that happens, and hopefully it will happen. Hopefully, we make the playoffs, and that that as. The AFC West and AFC North are tough, tough divisions, I'm telling you. And if, if Pittsburgh gets anything even a, a remotely above average from the quarter, quarterback position, be it Mitch Trubisky or, or Kenny Pickett, man, we should be able to try and fight for a playoff berth with 17s making the playoffs. Uh, yeah, but it won't be easy, Mark. Thanks thanks for joining us today, man. Okay, let's see. Let's move on to the next schedule. We'll talk about the Cleveland Browns. Um, And I was going to say where Baltimore's schedule ranked overall in the NFL. Uh, Baltimore is one, two. It looks like Baltimore has the 23rd ranked schedule as far as strength of schedule to 23rd ranked schedule. Like I said, the easiest in the AFC North, but the 23rd ranked schedule. Now we're going to talk about the Cleveland Browns and the Browns have the eighth, the eighth. uh, I take that back. Yeah. The 18th, the Browns have the 18th. Our uh, rank schedule and the strength is NFL rankings for strength and schedule. Now let's talk about their individual schedule. Uh, the Browns again, we all play, we all play the NFC South and the AFC East, so we all have those games in common. We all play each other. So the Browns finished the Browns finished third place last year. So their third place games in conference are against the Chargers out the AFC West and out the AFC South, the Browns will play the Dolphins this year because the Dolphins finished third in the AFC South. Lab. Dolphins are AFC East. I'm sorry. The, they'll play the, the Chargers out the AFC West, and they'll play – where is that AFC South team? The the Houston Texans. So the Browns play the Chargers, the Texans, and that, that – Third place team out to NFC East that they play this year, they'll have to suit up and play against the Washington Commanders. So those those are their their three three teams they play on the schedule that we don't have that we don't all have in common: the Chargers, the Commanders, and the Texans. Mm. Chargers is going to be a real tough one. Uh, I expect the Commanders to be better than they were last year. They got they acquired Carson Wentz. So that's that's no gimme game, and that game is is on the road here in D.C. where I'm located. They'll be playing the Washington Commanders. That's uh that's on New Year's Day, so you know that's not that's not a, that's not a gimme game. They play the Chargers in Week Five. That's the uh, second Sunday in October. That will definitely be a tough one. There are no easy outs as far as the AFC West competition goes. The Chargers are coming back, uh, reloaded. They barely missed the playoffs last year, losing that game to the Raiders. The same, this the final Sunday of the season when the Colts lost, and that that loss against the Raiders sent us to the playoffs. So, you know, but Justin Herbert is coming back. They, they re-signed Mike Williams, the Chargers did. Keenan Allen is back. Uh, I think they beefed up their defense. I look for the Chargers to be a really, a really tough out. And like I said, everybody in the ASC North is going to be a really tough out. But uh, the Browns schedule briefly. Uh, let's see. The Browns in week one play the Carolina Panthers. They open up on the road in Carolina against the Carolina Panthers. Week two, they got the New York Jets at home. Um, and then week three on a Thursday night they host guess who at home the pittsburgh steelers i don't know excuse me i don't know if uh deshaun watson we don't know yet if he if he will be suspended uh i sus- i expect suspect that he'll be suspended i'd say anywhere from 4 to 6 games if it is that, then he would miss that first Steeler game. But he would also, if it's four games, he misses a Panther game, a Jets game, and the Falcons game. I feel like with Jacoby at quarterback, even if Deshaun Watson's not there, Cleveland has a roster that should be able to win those games, Panthers, Jets, Falcons. Uh, the Steelers in week three on a Thursday night, if he's not there, we should be able to win. Um, I believe in our ability to compete, even if he is there. We've always played well against Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson as well inside the division. Uh, again, week five, if it is a four-game suspension, he will be back for a home game against the the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Week six, we're looking at the Patriots at home, to the Browns at home, hosting the Patriots. Week seven, they play the Ravens on the on the road. Week eight, a Monday night game on Halloween, October 31st. Halloween, orange and black, and then just orange and brown. We got the we got the Browns hosting the uh the Bengals. That'll be a a really crazy venue. I've been on on Halloween night in Cleveland for that inner in interstate inter, interdivisional matchup the Browns and the Bengals. That should be a good one. Um, week nine, Cleveland has their bye week nine. I believe same as Pittsburgh. We have our bye in week nine also. Coming out after the bye, that first Sunday of November, they're on bye. So on Sunday, November 13th, week 10, the Browns go down to Miami and play the Dolphins. Week 11, they go to Buffalo and play the Bills. Week 12, they host Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home. That's the Sunday after Thanksgiving, November 27th. Uh, Week 13, the Browns host the Texans. Week 14, they host the Bengals. Week 15, on the road to M&T Bank Stadium in Baltimore to uh, play the Ravens. I take that back, that week 15, the Browns host the Ravens. Uh, week 16, they host the New Orleans Saints on a Christmas Eve game. That's the 1 p.m. game. And week 17, they go to on New Year's Day to Washington to play the Commanders. And the final game of the season, week 18, they go on the road to come to Heinz Field and play the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, Again, we all have the same same opponent, same schedules outside of the three games. Uh, and, again, those games for Cleveland, those three different games with variations, they play the Chargers, they play the Commanders, and they play the Texans. So Cleveland, like I said, has the 18th toughest schedule in the NFL, strength of schedule. Uh, do we have any questions or comments about Cleveland's schedule? Let's see. I see a comment here. Sonia Wilson, Watson, definitely not overrated. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I've I never been one to think Deshaun Watson's overrated. I mean, he's beatable. I don't know that he's overrated. You sound like a Browns fan because I see another comment where you say Watson is playing 100% this year. Is that 100% of the games or he's going to be 100% healthy? Um, some of these... Timothy Lyons, thanks for joining us, man. Timothy says, AFC West is going to be tough. That is facts, bro. That is definite facts. there's definitely going to be rough. Um, Going to be a tough one. Let's see some of these other comments. Let's see. Claude Bishop, who cares if he... Is suspended or not, overrated. I don't agree that he's overrated. I I think he's beatable, definitely beatable. I mean, he played for Houston, Texans, what, for four years? He did win a division two times, got him to the playoffs twice, but he's also his last season, they were like five and eleven. He even though he was had uh top five passing numbers in all categories, he was on a losing team. I don't know if that's just Houston. He'll have more talent than Russell around him now. I believe Cleveland's probably a little more deficient at the wide receiver position. He, uh, he they lost Jarvis Landry. They lost Odell Beckham. Jarvis Landry just signed with uh, New Orleans Saints, which which will make a formidable threesome receiver down there with uh, Jarvis himself, Michael Thomas, and Chris Olave, with uh, Kamara in the backfield. If Jameis Winston, if Jameis Winston comes back healthy and ready to play. That New Orleans is going to be a tough game for all the AFC North teams. So, you know, who knows what'll happen, though. Uh, let's see. Who are we talking? Mr. Cutthroat. Thanks for joining us, man. <laughs> Watch is not the second coming of Brady. Uh, I don't know who who in the in the live chat, live chatter, fanboys. He's not the second coming of Brady, but he's on top of his game, when he last played, he was a top five quarterback. I mean, he is that. I mean, we were had a lot of buzz, a lot of talk about the Steelers should try and acquire Watson. We didn't do it. We didn't want to give up the draft capital or pay that money. And I like where we are. You know what I mean? I like the Steelers' decision. I mean, we have three quarterbacks for essentially, what, Mitch seven, Mason five. And whatever Kenny Kenny Pick's r- r- rookie contract is, so we probably got three quarterbacks for under eighteen million. What Baker Mayfield's going to make this year? So I like not spending all that money and all that capital. If we have winning and got Watson, we wouldn't have. We would have lost. We wouldn't have been able to fill any of the pieces we filled in the draft. We wouldn't have had probably n- not any of the first or second round draft picks. So, and we would have the salary cap would have been. Such hitting the salary cap, we want to be able to sign not nearly any of the free agents that we signed is going to make us better. So you know it's it's the it's the patient approach, but I believe it's it's the right thing to do. You can't Cleveland just is so thirsty and so hungry for some success in the playoffs. Just as a franchise, if they jumped out there and decided to spend all that money. And, uh, yeah, I don't know if that was the best thing to do. Uh, Claude, I think if you look at the numbers in 2020, I'm pretty sure Watson was a top-five quarterback. Maybe not in wins, but in statistics, passing yards, passing touchdowns, passing efficiency, passer rating. If you look at those numbers, I bet Watson's probably – in top five and mostly all those numbers. Okay. Um, so when we talk about the Browns, everybody wants to talk about Watson. Let's see what Steelers Steelers freak says. Watson will push back hard. I don't see it this year. Push back hard at what? I'm I don't know that I see. If I was ranking the division, and, and Vegas has Cleveland favored to win the division, I actually have Cleveland last on my list. The 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 gap is small. I mean, we're talking about if you're if you're in last place in the north, we're talking about your your game or two at the most behind the other teams. But I would actually just because of continuity, bringing in a new quarterback, not knowing if he's going to be playing. Uh, The entire season could miss four to six games to start the season. They uh, new a new wide receiver room in Cleveland. Uh, As far as uh, Amari Cooper coming in, they still have Donovan Peoples-Jones. But, yeah, they they let a lot of pieces go. So, I mean, that quarterback position, they still need some defensive line help. Their secondary is going to be good. But, yeah, I, I would pick Cleveland to finish last in the division. But like I said, the margin is real small, maybe by a, a game or two. Mark Tobin, watch him make a suspension, but may not, may not be. If y'all think this man is a scrub, you truly don't watch football. Tell it, Mark, facts, facts, bro. Thanks, Mark. Him alone at Houston, reveling. Just imagine if he had a Andy Reid. I agree, Mark, with you one hundred percent. I mean, I think. I think we let our hate for Cleveland uh, kind of distort our our actual view of the actual, you know, football talent and what's going on on the football field. Watson is a really, really good quarterback. Yeah, so he may get a suspension, but yeah, he's not a scrub. Definitely not a scrub. Mark, thanks. Steeler freak. The Bengals have had the same amount of playoff wins in one year as the Steelers have had in eleven. That's true, but they haven't had the same amount of playoff bursts. <clears throat> um, the Steelers do need to do better in the playoffs. They need to perform better. What was it in 2016 or 17 against Jacksonville? Our defense let us down. Um, the game against Cleveland in 2021-2020 season, Um it was the offense that turned the ball over like six times, started that game out with an over-the-head snap of, over Ben's head for a touchdown. Ben threw like four interceptions, then he threw for 500 yards, but that's because the we were down like 28 points in the early second quarter. But, yeah, they have to perform better. That game against the uh, Chiefs last year, we lost that. I mean, I think we were probably, if we were being honest with ourselves, expecting to lose that the Chiefs were a Super Bowl contender where they were the number two seed going into the playoffs. Patrick Mahomes, we had a aging Big Ben. We just, we did really good last year to make it to the playoffs. I'm not saying that that's a victory. The expectation in Pittsburgh is to win playoffs game and win championships and make Super Bowl trips. That hasn't happened for, what, 10, 11, 12 years now. So, that does need to turn around. I think if you think the expectation is we'll win playoff game, multiple playoff games this year, that's a bit lofty. I think the goal should be to try and win the North, uh, make the playoffs, and we'll see what happens from there. But, yeah, so it would be great. that We have lost our last three. It would be great to win a playoff game. Like you said, the Bengals did win three playoff games this past season, but how many have they won? the previous five years before that. Not not many. Not any at all, right? They hadn't won a playoff game since the 90s, and they went a few times, but Marvin Lewis was always losing in his first playoff game. So, yeah, it's been a long time since the Bengals won, but they did win three this year. Uh, (laughs) Mr. Cutthroat, you're right about that. Some people just... Don't know all the ins and outs of the football. Let's see. Okay. All right. Now, so we've talked about the Cleveland Browns. Now we'll talk about the uh, Cincinnati Bengals schedule. So the Cincinnati Bengals have a first-place schedule. Again, we all play the same teams. The uh AFC East, NFC South. The Bengals game that uh, have variants from the others in the division because they play a first-place schedule. They'll play the Kansas City Chiefs, first-place team in the AFC West last year. They'll play the Tennessee Titans, first-place in the the AFC South last year. And then they play the Dallas Cowboys, first-place in the NFC East last year. So they that's why the Bengals and the Bengals strength of schedule let me tell you is the is the third is the third toughest strength of schedule uh in the NFL and that's because they play a first place schedule. So let's break the Bengals schedule down real quick. Um the home game uh to open up we open up and they open up at home in, with against Pittsburgh against us against the Steelers. That should be a tough one. A lot of people picking the Bengals. I think I actually think the Steelers can come in there and get a win in that game. I think the defense will be back, ready to bear. Uh, picked up some some key pieces. I really like the pairing of Miles Jack with a healthy Devin Bush. I like that. I like what I see. A killer Witherspoon uh, developing and grooming and, and being groomed into a number one corner. I like him over there. I don't think he can stop Jamar Chase, but I think collectively the defense and the scheme can maybe stop Jamar Chase and Burrow and get him a hard time. Uh, I like the continuity between bringing Edmonds back between Edmonds and Minka on the back end, and we got probably probably Levi Wallace on the other side at corner with Cam Sutton in the slot. So I, I overall I like our secondary. Um, on the edge, you know, we got T.J. and Highsmith. I like that. And then the defensive line is where the questions are. It's just is, is Stefan Tui going to come back? Is uh, you know, we know Cam. We know what Cam is going is going to provide us. And what will they do? Um, that room is going to be a tough one to make. I, if Tui comes back, it gets even tougher. I like the draft of Demarvin Leal. I like that draft. I like Montrevious Adams coming back. Uh, I believe we we've invested in louder milk. I believe he'll get better. We got obviously we're bringing him back. And then if Tua comes back, I mean it's like there's no guarantees that that Tyson Alualu makes the makes makes the cut at 34 going to be 35 years old. Maybe you don't bring him back. I don't know, but I mean I kind of like going younger. I mean if you have Cam. At 32, going to be 33. To it is 29, going to be 30. You want to try and get younger. I mean, Alulu was hurt last year. Like I said, it's going to be 34, going on 35 this season. Um, Yeah, I like Tyson, but I might I might would keep one of the younger guys, younger high-pedigree high guys and move on. But we don't know how that's going to shake out. I think that's going to be a heck of a competition in camp, that defensive line room. But I said all that because we're talking about the Bengals opening up against the Steelers, and I was talking about the defense. <clears throat> um, the second game of the year, the Bengals play the Cowboys. They go to Dallas, Jerry, Jerry Jerry's World, to play the Cowboys. That should be a, a, a really, really good game. So then to finish the month of September, the Bengals have the Jets on the road and the Dolphins at home. On a Thursday night game, I believe the Dolphins game is. Uh then going into October, the Bengals have the Ravens on the road, the Saints on the road. Then they go, then they get the Falcons at home, the Browns on Halloween on the road. We talked about that. We talked about Cleveland's schedule. Uh Carolina Panthers at home. Then they go into the bye week. Their bye week is week 10. Then they come back the uh Sunday before Thanksgiving, Sunday night football. They play the Steelers in, uh, in, at Heinz Field on a Sunday night game. Then they go to Tennessee the Sunday after Thanksgiving. Then they host the first Sunday in December. They host the Kansas City Chiefs. Then they play the Browns at home. Then they go on the road to Tampa Bay. Christmas Eve, the Bengals play. They play at New England. That is Christmas Eve. That's the game before Pittsburgh's New Year's Eve game. Um, Monday night, January 2nd, the the first Monday of the New Year, the second day of the year, The Bengals play Monday night. They play the Buffalo Bills at home. They host the Bills at home. And then they play the Ravens the final week of the season. So the Bengals have a tough schedule. Like I said, third-ranked overall. I believe the Bengals are going to compete for the division title, just like all the other teams. But I believe the the Bengals should be favorite. Vegas has them uh, second behind the Browns. I'm not sure I understand that team was just in the super bowl last year and we're saying they're going to finish the second and they're bringing a lot of people back they're bringing Joe Burrow back most importantly so i don't know how i feel about that but that's how vegas has it going browns favorite but it's it's it's, it's really narrow margin that the browns are favorite i believe it's like the browns are plus 200 and the bengals are plus 215 to win the division so we'll see how that shakes out Let's look at some of the comments and stuff. Any questions about the bingo schedule? Any comments about the bingo schedule? Let's look at the live chat and check it out. Uh let's look at the Steelers Nation 412. What's up, man? I like you. Your, your YouTube profile picture. You look look a lot like Miss Trubisky, man. <laughs> but uh Ravers wide receiver room doesn't scare doesn't scare me either. I would agree with you. I don't know who you're talking from the live chat, but, yeah, they don't have anybody. But they're going to build that thing around the running game, and they're going to build it around – they just they just signed a running back. I can't remember who they signed this week, but they, they cut Tyshawn, whatever the guy they had last year who filled in for a lot of the injuries they had. Uh, they cut him. They picked up a running back and they but they drafted a tight end Kohler to go with Mark Mark Andrews. I think the tight ends will be what to worry about in Baltimore in the run game. But yeah, their receivers aren't scary at all. Uh Let's see. Who are you talking about, Sonya? I don't know who you're talking about. Guy's only 26. He's not 36 that time away. I know we're not talking about a Alualu being 26. He's definitely not 26. I don't – I maybe you were talking to somebody else in the live chat. I don't know. Um, do you think T.J. Watt can repeat as D.P.O.Y.? I do. I do. I mean, if it wasn't for Aaron Donald and the voters uh, liking Aaron Donald so much in the one year Stefan Gilmore got it, T.J. Watt could be going on three or four defensive player of the year Awards consecutively. Um, yeah, the guy has talent. He fits in Pittsburgh scheme, and the defense is only going to be better this year. I think the addition of Miles Jack, a healthy Devin Bush, if we get to it back, that just opened and Alex Highsmith another year of development and you know, offseason training and working. I believe it only makes the defense better and he'll have more opportunities because the overall defense is going to be better this year. So I do think that's something he can do. Um. Oh, yeah, I agree, Steelers freak. That's what they did. Flores' mommy Dolphins did last year against uh Lamar Jackson. You know, they kind of were all all over that guy. With 10-man ten, ten fronts even, you know, like z- literally zero blitz coming after him. And that kind of had Lamar shook up. So, you know. Yeah, I agree, Claude. Baltimore is heavy run. You shut down the run game. You have a you have optimal opportunity to, to, to beat the Ravens. Let's see. Steelers freak. He hasn't made his mark in the playoff yet, but yeah, he, he hasn't. I agree. But we haven't we haven't played well in, in the playoffs since TJ's been there. I think that Jacksonville year was his rookie year. Then we lost to Cleveland, and that was just that was just a blowout. The whole defense was injured. A lot of the people on defense were injured that year. And then last year, we were already underdogs against uh the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. He did didn't didn't TJ score a touchdown in that game last year? So against the Chiefs, so he did make his impact felt, and that was early in the first quarter when we felt like we played a really good first quarter. TJ was impactful in that game, but we just didn't have enough to, to bring it home, you know? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I agree. Watson Uh, from a quarterback position being away from the game could add rust. He hasn't took it, taken any hits, which is a good thing, but he hasn't had any game real life game reps either, which isn't a good thing. So we'll see how that plays out. You know? Let's see, if he wants A.D. status, he has to ball out in the playoffs. I agree. I mean, A.D. finally balled out last year and brought it all the way home. I mean, but, yeah, Aaron Aaron Donald is probably the best defensive player of the past decade, period. And I might even say T.J. Watt is second, just with the consistency, consistency since he's been in the league. But I would give the nod overall for the past five years. Well, TJ's been about five years. let past five years, I still give it to Aaron Donald, but TJ is definitely a close number two. Um, I played football myself one year. Not going to make a difference, especially when he was injured. I guess you guys are still talking about Watson. Um, We're off Cleveland, so I'm – Moving on from the Watson talk, let's see. You guys can keep talking about in the live chat, though. Um, Okay, so now we're going to move on to the Steelers' schedule. I'm sure everybody's looked at that. The Steelers have the 12th-ranked strength of schedule, the 12th-hardest schedule in the league. In our games that vary from the rest of the division, Again, we all play 14 of the same teams. Um, the games that vary for Pittsburgh, they play the Colts, who finished second in the AFC South last year. And they play the Eagles, who finished second in the, NF- in the NFC East last year. And they play the Raiders, that finished second in the AFC West last year. That's going to be the 50th anniversary game of the Immaculate Reception. Christmas Eve game. The Immaculate Reception happened December 24th, 1972. Uh I'm I should be old enough to remember the Immaculate Reception game. I was really not old enough. I was born September 1972, so I was but a little a little little guy at the time. But uh yeah, so that will be a really, 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 really highly viewed, highly anticipated game. But the Steelers' schedule, as everybody knows, everybody's probably looked at this already a whole bunch of times. So what we're going to do here is try and – what I'm going to do is try and pick the wins and losses as I see it for this schedule. Um, we come out against the Bengals in week one. On the road, I like us against the Bengals. I like us getting the run game going. Uh, We'll see what we get from the quarterback position, be it Mitch or Kenny Pickett. I like what we have at the receivers. Uh, And I think our defense is going to be really good and give Cincinnati some trouble. Cincinnati will score because they're out there high, high power, high potent offense. But I think we can win that game. Twenty-seven, twenty-one. We start one and zero. Week two. We have the Patriots at home on Sunday, September, September eighteenth. I don't believe in Mac Jones. I believe our defense between Terrell Austin, Brian Flores, and Coach Tomlin can give uh, Mac Jones problems. So, I like us to win that game. Pittsburgh 2 0. On the road to Cleveland, we'll get both Ohio games out the way in the first three weeks of the season in September. Great. Like we said, I'm anticipating Deshaun Watson not playing that game. Um, The Browns have a top talented roster, but I think we can go to Cleveland that Thursday night and get a win. Pittsburgh 3 0. Week four, we host the Jets, the Jets, Pittsburgh 4-0. Week five, we go to Buffalo. I think this is our first loss of the season. Josh Allen's a tough cookie to crack that they uh, are going to be playing with a, with, a, with a lot of fire this year after that loss against Kansas City last year. Pittsburgh loses the close one to Buffalo four and one through week five. Week six, they host Tampa Bay. Tom Brady. Tom Brady's always had Pittsburgh's number. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get that nine to the Bucks in the close game. Pittsburgh four and two after week six. Week seven, we go to Miami. Uh play the Dolphins. I like Pittsburgh to win that game. Brian Flores going back to Miami. I think the guys will get up to try and get him a win. So we'll give Pittsburgh a win in that game. Five and two through week seven. Week eight, Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia has really improved this year, and that's not going to be an easy game. And it's going to be in Philly. And we haven't won in Philadelphia, I believe, since like the 1930s. I saw something that said that. Ah oh, man, it's a tough one. I think you make Jalen Hurts a passer. You make him uncomfortable. Uh but they have weapons now. They have AJ Brown, uh, Devontae Smith, uh Goddard, Dallas Goddard to tight end. It's gonna be a tough game in the Keystone State, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna give that nod to Philly on this one. I'm gonna try and keep be realistic. We're in Philly, haven't won there in a long time. So, five and three going to the bye week. Bye week, week nine, week ten at the Saints. We host the Saints. I believe we can make old Jameis turn up uh, for the Saints and make you know that guy that threw thirty interceptions a few years back turn the ball over. It'll be November. An indoor team, a dome team coming outdoors. Not really super cold in November, but it's cold is relative, right? So I think it'll be cold to the Saints players. I like Pittsburgh to win that game, 6-3. and three. We have the Bengals at home on a Sunday night. Bengals are tough, and we beat them at home in the opener. The Bengals swept us last year, so we owe them. So I'm giving this this one to the Steelers. We take the Bengals out on Sunday night in Hinesfield, seven and three. The Colts, uh, yeah, wait, no, yeah, seven and three. Seven, 8 and three, eight and three. I'm sorry, Play the Colts in Week Twelve. At Indianapolis, that's going to be a tough one. I believe we can get get after Matt Ryan. We can shake him up. So I'm going to I'm going to give us I'm going to give us the edge in that one. Nine and three. The Falcons. The Falcons. In Atlanta, probably Marcus Mariota quarterback, maybe Desmond Ritter. They don't have a lot of pieces, so I'm going to give us that win. I believe that's 10 and 3. The Ravens at home, we get them 11 and 3. The Panthers on the road, we beat them. That, that makes us 11 and 3. We play the Raiders. The Panthers were in Carolina when I say at home, Panthers at home, but we get that one. Uh, the Raiders. I can't see us losing the immaculate reception 50 year anniversary game. So I'm going to give us that one. That'll make us 12 and three. I think the Ravens get us week 17 in at MNT bank stadium. That gets us 12 and four. And then the last game against the Browns will depend on if it's a need to win. Um, Let's just say we split with Cleveland, give that to them, say we're 12 and five. So, I have the Steelers. Steelers finishing twelve and five. But my picking them. What do some of you guys think before we got here about that? About that record, the schedule. What game are you most looking forward to? Um, let's see some of the comments. Let's see what Mark Mark say. Well, Mark, I think they put so many division games on the back end of the season because they want teams competing to the end. If you have your division games at the end of the year, then you're more apt to to really try and play. I think it makes things better. I mean, what, last year? Think of how, how good that Raiders-Chargers game was and some of, the, some of the divisional matchups that happened at the end of the season. It, it just makes the games a little more important. If you were playing the if we were playing the Eagles at the end of the season, I mean you want to win, but like that game has no bearing on division outcome, no bearing on conference record, conference tiebreakers, and those things. So, you know, I think that's why they put that they, they NFL started about five years ago to put those division games at the back end. George testing, what up, homie? How you doing, man? You got us 10 and 7. That's that's realistic. That's definitely realistic. Um I have no qualms with that. I had 12 and 5. I'm probably a bit of a, a bit of a homer, I guess. Maybe. Uh, I think we can win 10 games for sure. But yeah, some of those games could go another way that I picked on that. that Raiders game could go another way. The Saints game could go another way. So, you know. Some tough games on there but I I don't disagree with you that could definitely be a possibility. Wow, Timothy Lions, I'm guessing you you're you're obviously a Bengals fan, who they? Excited. I'm excited to see the 20 the 2022 season looks like too, man. So, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Claude. I like the record too, man. I think twelve and five is, is, is fair. Just like ten and seven could be. I think twelve and five. I gave us a split with the Ravens, a split with the Browns. We owed the Bengals, so we swept them. I had us win the Raiders game for the immaculate reception reunion. So you know, some different things in there that could that could go our way. Uh, we should be able to beat the Jets. I like the beating the Dolphins on the Brian Flores return game. So you know, we'll see. Mr. Jimmy Dean won 11 and 6 split with the Bengals. Okay, I can see that. Anywhere between 9 and 13 wins. That's 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 a big gap, but some of those games could go any kind of way. But I do like I do like the 11 and 6. I like my 12 and 5 better, but 10 and 7 is a possibility. I think the Steelers will get double digit wins, at least 10 wins is is, is what I would is what I would bet, but you know, but because the NFL is tough, it could be nine years. I don't foresee the Steelers nor Mike Tomlin having a losing season, though. Um, Browns running game has been dangerous for years now. Oh, Kareem Hunt is going to feast on us. Well, all the positive talks on you about about Deshaun Watson. It's clear to see now that you are a Cleveland Browns fan. Hanging out with BTSC crew. We love it. Thanks for joining us. And uh our run defense is gonna be is gonna be more stout this year. And Nick Chubb nor Kareem Hunt is going to feast this year. Not happening. But you know, thanks for joining us still. Uh yeah, Vegas has the over under Steelers freak, the over under for the Steelers at seven and a half. And that's just like easy money to me, man. I mean, Steelers win eight games, you get paid. So if I was a betting guy, I'm putting my money on the line. The Steelers hit the over. But that's how Vegas sees them. But they also see the Browns winning the division, and the Browns haven't won the division in ever. They've never won the AFC North, but they have the Browns winning the division this year. And I don't believe we've ever finished last in the division. But they have us finishing last, so. Vegas don't know everything. But okay, guys. Well, we're going to wrap this show up. Um, Thank you guys for for joining us this Sunday to talk about the AFC North schedule. And uh, don't forget. Don't forget. I'm sorry. Don't forget to check out all the other uh, BTSC podcasts. I believe the Q and A is later tonight with Brian Anthony Davis. Um, Tomorrow, the Let's Ride podcast, audio only. Uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Jeff Hartman. That's a good listen always. The uh, Hangover tomorrow, tomorrow evening on YouTube and Facebook around five PM with Brian Anthony Davis, Shannon White, Tony DeFeo. Tuesday, you get the Scobro show. Wednesday, you get no you know your enemies with Jeffrey Benedict and Shannon white Thursdays. You get to, you get uh, the, is it the pregame? Anyway, it's with, it's with Jeff, Brian and Dave Schofield Friday, Tony Deffio Saturday, the uh, down under boys, the Australia boys Mark. And then Sunday you get me back and that's just, that's just the YouTube and Facebook shows. Check out all the audio shows that are available for your for your listening and stuff throughout the week. Uh, like and subscribe on YouTube and Facebook. We appreciate it. Give a positive review on Audio Apple Podcast. And, you know, thanks for joining us. Uh, I really appreciate you guys being here. I have probably about another half hour I'll be doing my Know It All podcast. You're welcome to join us. Check it out. Check us out. Know It All is on YouTube at 6.30 PM. And until next week, here we go, Steelers. Have a great week, guys. Peace.